we're gonna we're gonna try it out we're committed to trying it out and that's all we really ask in your belief with Jesus Christ so back to, to Zach's question just try him out for a year <laughs> I'm a little apprehensive about, you know, being around you and, you know, walking around where you've been because there might be skid scooters all over the place. Or scooter skids. All right. Well, they got the tractor in, so I got to go. All right. See y'all later. Difference between scooter skids and skitter scoots. It's all in the name. Hey, guys. Where's our guest? <clears throat> I don't know. He's not supposed to know he's a guest. You know, we should start recording. We should. Yeah. <sighs> It's only a shame I got, uh, I only got like <clears throat> the last 30 seconds or so of your rant there. I didn't get it, more of it. My apologies. You don't have to talk so officially into the microphone. I'm being the straight man. It's Monday and it's 61 degrees I outside. I kind of do cause, because Matt is coming in later on, we only have three boom stand things I'm forced to lean in. Oh, you are. Is that Cheryl Sandberg? Lean in? I don't know, but that's the blue ball stand. The old blue ball. Yeah. Right. Pass. I actually just saw, I was over at uh, uh, Friends and he had a white ball, but it was called blue. The the. It's the Yeti blue snowball. Really? Yeah. When you say but Yeti, uh, are you mean like winter colors? It, the brand is Yeti. The but, mic is called blue. Okay. The one we had it just happened to be blue. But you can get it in white. Yeti, like the abominable snowman Yeti. And the cooler. That's the the company makes? I think it's a different company. Yeah, I don't think they're making uh, coolers slash microphones. Although a big-ass big Yeti cooler with a built-in USB microphone for podcasting on the go. Wow. That's a thing. That, or it should be. You got to buy that up. It has a mixer in yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, not for drinks. <laughs> Well, that too. I don't think people who buy Yetis are mixing drinks. Or are they? Jeff, you sound great. <laughs> Do I? Scott? Thank you. Sound great. Thanks. Oh, Uda, oh. Uda, oh yeah, thanks. Uda great. Yeah. I love the chalice. You have a chalice on your <clears throat> T-shirt there. Is that the uh, carpentry work of Jesus Christ? Um... <clears throat> No. Did he do metal work? Uh, <laughs> with, with cut probably rubies? Probably not. Um, he, I Uda and I know things. Yeah. So that's a that's a shirt from a computer techie conference. Um, and so no, thank, whenever you go to yeah. a conference, people usually like to drink. You know, professionals like to drink. Oh, absolutely. Especially teachers. Oh, yeah. It um, gets crazy. At conferences or just on the job. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. <laughs> um, Uda, yeah, Uda just means observe. Well, or I thought yet, it was a lot. Decide. Act. I thought Uda meant a lot. Well, it could mean. Maybe that's oodles. Oodles and oodles. It might be a play on that. I, I think oodles yeah. is plural and Uda is singular. <laughs> so, not a lot, a lot, just a lot. <laughs> And the bad pun version is, I, I would have know better. Yeah. Yeah. I got to out of here. Thanks for the uh, sculpting, Scott. Hey, man. 
our friends over at Ballast Point. When I say our friends, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of five. Yeah, I mean this was my original. It's been solid, even though they went, uh, they got bought out, and the people who had a non-compete, people who got bought out, started Cutwater Spirits. And so you can get some pretty good gin from Cutwater Spirits from the former owners of Ballast Point. Interesting. And anybody interested in sending us booze or sponsoring the program through by giving us beer should email us. Yeah, we don't need any of your money. At brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. Just kegs of beer <laughs> and vats of gin. Yeah, because if you send us money, we then we would have to go yeah, out and buy it. Go and that's buy an extra step we that's... just don't want to do. <laughs> if you could actually send your money to Uber, and Uber can pick that up at, uh, what's yeah. the local uh, liquor store around here? Uh, 7-Eleven? No, no, no. Chevron? No. The, you know, where you get all your beverages. You lucky. There's BevMo? A, there's BevMo. I don't know if that's considered a local liquor store. <laughs> It's kind of far. There's a lucky, lucky liquor and spirits. Lucky, lucky oh, we're liquor. Literally, oh, is we're that, literally, is that on La Paz? <laughs> we're literally talking about the local liquor store. It is on La Paz in Mission Viejo. They have great beer. Oh, selection. that's by the sandwich shop. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got that in Wisconsin. Great. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for the update on the sandwich Why are you shop. You <laughs> So I feel like we should have a moment of silence for. Um, well, first of all, for. The Astros for leaving. And now the silent moment. And Thank also, you. we can combine it with a silent moment for a fellow Texan leaving. Who Beto O'Rourke. Oh, he gone. Is no longer running for the Democratic nomination for president. He dropped out. Who is that? I don't know when this will release. Hopefully in a couple of days. But this is uh, November 4th as we speak. Who? I think that's an appropriate question. We're, Who is that? Yeah. Jeff asks. I have no idea. His name is Francis. I don't know, but we're one year out. Is that people. his actual first name? I believe so. I thought it was Robert. I'd heard well, Robert. Maybe Robert. Robert, maybe Robert, Robert Francis, Francis O'Rourke. Yeah. He's Uda good. But he goes by Beto because it gives him more, um, I think, Hispanic cred. Yeah. Oh. Kind of like the former governor of California. Help me out, Scott. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tony Villar. Uh, but the the lay yeah. people may know him as Antonio Villaraigosa. His no. actual name, no. Tony Villar. Yeah, these uh. people will go to no ends. I mean, that's not that, that's not the right way to say that. Um, no, it's, 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 they'll yeah. stop at nothing. Yeah. Just wh- whatever it takes to get elected. Anyways, I wanted to mention Beto. Wouldn't you? If you really wanted to make change, I've got to get in there. It's the only way I can make change. That's well, what that's what's called pragmatism. That's why I'm not running because I don't want to control people. Well, and you're sitting right that, now, so yeah, I mean, yeah. it's okay. Well, it's understood. hopefully, the the gospel of Zach Crater of Bros Babbles Beer will come through the airwaves and change hearts and minds slowly. <laughs> so, I'm thinking if you did run for politics, it'd be like, how would you spend Bros Babbles and Beer? Guys, oh I had God. to cut out um, pod one to 112. <laughs> we only have 111 episodes. I would have to go do a version, my own version of Trump, which is just double down, deni- either deny <laughs> or just own it, which he doesn't really own it unless he wants to. He denies and just doesn't, he doesn't care. So I grabbed Scott, things. I grabbed beers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scott, I was going to say he doesn't give a shit, but I'm trying to keep this one clean. 
So I didn't say that. I said he doesn't care. Oh, oh you, you just that. did it. Well, appreciate you trying. We'll let it. We'll no, edit I that said out. I, I was going to say, but I totally gonna edit right. that out. So, but I did want to mention him because my pet peeve with that man, pet peeve moment, is what they all think about themselves. But he vocalized it. Oh, He's, Beto. Yes, he said that he feels like he was born to run for president. Well, lots of people can feel that way. And anybody that's going to have that much power, and as we can see through presidents over the last few generations, generations of president, the executive branch JFK, has Ford. Used, let's just take start from Clinton. Oh, come on. Don't start with the good ones. Hey, we're not talking with your uh, age. You know, I told, I told people in my family once on that note that that they would love to see somebody like Clinton back in because when you compare the way Clinton governed to the younger Bush, the second Bush, and then Obama, like how the power ramps up and right. more government and right. more money spent, like Clinton looks like a fiscal conservative. He he looks culturally conservative with his Defense of Marriage Act and his welfare reform. But when I mentioned that, they would have loved to see them because they're diehard Republicans. They their eyes like went black. I mean, it was it was like <laughs> it's, yeah the idea well, of yeah. voting for a, a Democrat. I'm like no, but look at what Clinton did compared to these other people from your uh, quote small government. And I'm doing hard bunny ears from a small government perspective. They they would be dreaming about Clinton. I think I think Clinton signed the. Um Oh, now I'm blanking. The uh, uh, Defense of Marriage Act. Right. I mentioned that, and he d- and he signed welfare reform, I believe. What is the Defense of Marriage Act? Uh, it was basically uh, gay marriage or a, a reaffirming traditional marriage. Oh, and I think as a part of that wow. was do- at, don't ask, don't tell. The military. I, I think guess. that was a part so... of that, which now just seems stupid. Oh, I mean, gotta love Clinton. <laughs> I love it's that. Like, hey, you can be gay in the military. Just you know, just keep it on the lowdown. You know, don't say anything. Just keep it in the barracks. <laughs> Wait, is barracks a euphemism? Keep it behind <laughs> the <laughs> barracks, <laughs> or keep it below deck. Again, it's Scott, your, Navy your in the face. Get, Scott, you using these words. And, <laughs> <clears throat> but back to Beta, Beto. Sorry, Beto. he's gone. A lot of people call him Beta. He, well, that was a Freudian slip. Yeah. Uh oh. Speaking Uh-oh. of Beta. <sighs> Donning Matt the Westmont Saber. College baseball cap. It's not baseball. That is amazing. They actually had a pretty ba- pretty good Matt baseball Saber, team. welcome to the BBB compound. Cheers. Hey, happy day off of work. Woo, yeah. Looks like Matt's got mm. some uh, honey homebrew from the tap. Oh. Oh, God. This is so good. <laughs> That's the appropriate Did you response. just push the button? Did you have a, a button for that, don't you? Yes. Oh, we don't have any buttons today. What's up with that, Zach? I know, I know. You have to download it again. Yeah. The uh, the home computer <laughs> crashed and so had to be reboot in. I see a good segue here. Beto quitting, the, leaving the, there you know, is, the race. And us quitting that conversation and yeah. moving on to Matt. But just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I was just mentioning. Don't don't explain to Matt. He'll uh, catch up. So my problem He's a quick with, guy. You guys talking so, about trailering? Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Just trust yourself. Get your face right in that thing and enunciate, and you'll be good. I'm going to bump up the gain because Matt is just 
Sometimes you're tender-hearted and tender-voiced. I am. I listened to myself a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. I can't remember. I'm like, man, I'm soft. My voice. Huh. And Speaking your of voice. beta, that's what I said when you walked in. She's soft? Yeah. He's soft? Yeah. Soft in the midsection. Her? Yeah. Well, yeah. Where, where did she come from? By the way, Matt, my kids said they didn't even recognize you. Like, he's got hair. What's going oh, on? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I tried to explain to my kids why you have hair now. It was like stupid. Like, what, what, how did that sound? I'm listening to myself say this. I'm like, I should probably stop right now. What am I even saying? Why am I theorizing about why my friend is growing his hair back? Because it gets cold up north in the winter. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Wait, we're not there yet. We're on beta right now. Can oh. I? No, my, but my let's kids. go. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Since you mentioned the hair, can can we describe this situation? Well, I like, do you yeah. mind? Yeah, I uh, I've been shaving my head, not bicking it, but no guard for. 14 years? No guard. That's a football reference, everybody. Be- because it's a naked boot. Yeah, I, There's I'm some saying, follicular challenging. Yeah. Challenges. Yeah, exactly. And I, I used to be in the water quite a bit and get sunburned. And it's just a whole lot easier having no hair, getting a glob of sunscreen, putting it all over my face and head. And it was super easy. And I'm like, I like this. And I kept it for like 14 years. Actually, I grew, I grew my hair out. I didn't cut it for a while when Linnea was born. My I like how you're using the singular hair as well. <laughs> when she was 10. <laughs> she's 10 now when she was born. And then a couple months ago, my kids said they wanted me to grow my hair out. My wife hates it. <laughs> but I'm doing it for the kids. <laughs> nice. It's all about it's the fun. children. I enjoy it. I like the change. The, yeah, I think there's the a Ben Stiller movie where one of the ancillary characters is bald and starts growing his bang out. I think he says, I'm growing my bang out. He might say bangs, but he just has the tuft right in the front and it's just a, oh. a couple strands that a are just going alpha. like a peacock or yeah. not, not a peacock. It's more like a quail. What's quail? the little quail? Yeah, quail. You've got it. you got it. Yeah. Okay. I think the peacock would be a lot of hair in his butt. Yeah. Oh. They yeah. dangle it there to give him something to look at. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what was that? What was that? What's over there? What's that? <laughs> Imagine right. Zach tilting his head back and forth Man. vigorously from looking from just national politics of mind, to, just to hair. Yeah. To Lost. <laughs> um, so ba- to back to Beto O'Rourke. He dropped out of the presidency going for the nomination. Which one was he? He was the one that would flail his arms. Mm. Hell yeah, we'll take the AR-15s. Um, and he, he was talking about taking people's guns away. And... I Whoa, that's why he dropped out. Well, that's not... That's, I've heard the name. I don't, I don't that's know. That's not popular. I think even amongst liberal, politically liberal type people, there's a lot of gun owners. Yeah. Like whether they admit to it or not. And so I, I, that's not a winning issue in this country, whether it should be or not. It's a different conversation. Yes, but uh, anyway, Zach, you were... You but were doing, I was yeah. saying he felt like he was born to run for president. Um, apparently he's not born to win. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, um, he, yeah, he lost to, uh, uh, what's his name for the, Ted uh, Cruz. Yeah. He ran for Ted Cruz, Cruz's seat and that he came to prominence because it was closer than people thought it would be because it's, it was Cruz's established and, seat. Yeah. That shows that Texas is in trouble. And I think Cruz had a hard time barely winning because, you know, taking people's vibrators uh, is not very popular, especially in Texas. Hmm. Keep your hands off my vibrator, Ted Cruz. He actually sponsored mm, especially legislation. Especially the big scary ones. To, I love your look. I'm in Can shock. You describe your look. I'm in for, shock. For the people? I'm, I'm, I'm so out of the loop. 
I'm I'm going way differently yeah, like, than I planned on. But yeah. Ted Cruz did want to ban sex yeah. toys. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like guns, right. it's I like I thought you misspoke. Yeah. That was a Freudian slip. I, I thought no. we were talking about guns. The ones with the yeah. accessories are the ones they want to ban, like like guns, like AR-15s. Okay. So there was a meme it's I saw there. recently. A, this a, doesn't express the views of mine or yours or or this this uh, group. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you make our guns illegal. We'll just call them undocumented. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I, I, I love that. I love it. So Ted Cruz, sorry, <laughs> Beto O'Rourke did say he was born to run, which in my book, automatic disqualification. Anybody that voices that, you're done. This is some. We don't need people. I guarantee you. Trump feels like he was born. Trump feels like he was born for anything he's doing. By the way, just to just so everybody's not lost, this yes. is in Luke chapter three. Yeah. Continue. Thank you for making this biblical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's where it's John not. the Baptist comes you know, the in. And he was born for that. So, yeah. yeah. So well, maybe it was chapter two. Anyway. <laughs> And anyways, that's just, uh, I'm sorry, just out. And what drove me crazy about that guy is that when you listen to him talk, just imagine him in front of a mirror looking at himself and like harnessing his inner Obama. Because uh, when he talks, he's got a little bit of the pattern. And I say this word like that and my hands go out here. He did, Obama didn't use the hands, but, but I got to tell you, Beto that was like pretty good. Hand flailing, right? You you don't even have to try to make your voice sound like Obama. All you have to do is break it up like that, and that's what Beto did. And I, I know it's intentional, and it just it's just the politicians are the worst. Just not just him, all of them, all of them. I, I should probably stop because I'm going to go through every one of them and say why they're stupid. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. Not it, stupid like, as people, but yeah. just why they. Uh, I don't know. Well, and then, and then in that one, that one debate, don't give these people uh, as, as not, much not power. the most recent debate, but the one, the the one, one of the debates anyway. Uh, he he started speaking Spanish first, I believe, and then Cory Booker, and then was it Cory Booker? And, and, I think, and, then, I think, and then Beto jumped in. I think and then, Julian Castro, I think, got into the mix as well. <laughs> and like, it was so awkward. Uh, man. You know what? Actually, maybe it might have been Booker first, regardless. Yeah, One of them started matter. speaking Spanish for their opening statement. And then everybody's just like, oh, he's, I, doing, I gotta, he's doing that. I got to do that. And do so they, they respond in Spanish. And um, guess what, guys? They think you're stupid. Yeah. And that that that, that kind of shit will will and, win you over. And I hope that the Hispanic community um, realizes. What do you hope, Scott? That that not only not only that the Hispanic community realizes that these <laughs> these Democratic candidates are stupid, but that they th that they realize that uh, the Democratic candidates think that the Hispanic community is stupid. Well, I w I would be more generous than that, but I will say. Oh, sorry. Excuse yeah. me. We're going to edit that out. Excuse moi. A stupido. But um, I, I would be more generous in phrasing it that way, but I will say uh, I'm not a fan of politicians in general and people that want to run your life. Whoa. Be free. Be free indeed. Wow. Which is another thing. We wow. should invite her on. She's got a ministry. Wow. She knows who she is. Okay, so... All right, take me off <clears throat> the soapbox or I'll keep I'm going. taking you off. Here, sir. It's in the bylaws. Out. 
It was right. good. Yeah. That was good. Um, so, yeah, gone. Baby, we were born to oh wow! Uh, so Beto <laughs> gone, left, leaving. Matt's out. in now. Matt Sather. Matt Sather. He has been a Californian for how long? Forty-three years. And like Beto O'Rourke, Matt is really white. Punching his card, possibly out of California. Matt, why? For a change. One. This is wait. Isn't this a, wasn't that the Obama campaign? What was it? Hope and change. To make yeah. our family great again. Okay. Well, we're, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for sticking with the political <laughs> theme. The why? Because how did it, this come to be? It all started. Matt's going to Potato Land. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my first job in high school, I worked for Albertsons, and they're from Boise. I served uh, him thirty years ago. Oh yeah, in so a, in that's, a bar and grill that's in Boise. how we chose Boise because I love that job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, both my wife and I are. are uh, Southern California bred and raised been here our, our families everybody's here so bred just, and braised yeah did I say braised but mm. this is a common thing people are leaving people are hitting yeah. the parachute and, and, and I'm wrestling with it because we've always kind of tossed the idea out there and with friends and probably you guys too it's like oh man if we went somewhere where oh, so we we're going? not friends I just want to be clear about that. You said with friends and probably you guys too. So you I did just, that right. us. I just want to be clear so the audience knows that mm. where we stand as far as what you feel, Matt. From Go our ahead. perspective, we're friends, Matt, but I don't know about from your perspective. Go ahead. What'd you say, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was surprising that we actually considered Parachutes. that we're actually on board for this because uh, you know we've always tossed that idea out and thought it would be so fun to try something else out. And but never would never do it because of family and friends, and, and you guys, and and you guys. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Scott. Point yeah. of clarification, Scott. Us guys, and we, my wife, started homeschooling our our three kids three years ago. So Just, that makes it more doable because your kids are not out of school. I mean, they're you're gonna have a high schooler. He's not as old as you, Jim. You got a junior higher and one yeah, in elementary. Two middle schoolers. Yeah. Okay. Six. Uh, uh, you're putting me on the spot. Fourth, sixth. It's and okay. So by the time this comes out, their ages will have changed. <laughs> so, but getting to the, the the initial thoughts of it, it was um, just a lot of. I mean, we love our community, love our neighborhood, and intended to be there forever. And ideally, we'd love to be able to afford to go back and forth and split the diff, split time here and there, but just can't do that financially. So, just the the same reason we are homeschooling, just to have more influence over our children and their upbringing and who's influencing them and the quality of life. I mean, I hate to, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of political crap going on, but you know, and taxes and I own a small business and, but I don't think it really affects us and it is what it is and we're willing to put up with it. That's fine. I'm not going to bitch and complain about it. But when we thought about the possibility and said like, okay, if we decided we wanted to go somewhere, where would we go? And we pointed, uh, found Boise. So it was between Boise and Costa Rica, right? Well, Mexico, Boise. Okay, should, let me let me start over. Mexico, Idaho, Arizona. 
uh, driving distance, fairly close to home, to California. The Romneys have a compound in Mexico. Oh, and yeah. Anyhow, decided on Boise. And then the more we thought about it, because I don't have to sell my business to move. I don't have to get a new job to move. I'll just do the same thing. I'll, I'll run my business from there, from Boise. And Your business is, in case people are in the Southern California area and they need a certain fire sprinkler. sprinkler. Wait, is he paying for it? You the, want to mention your business name? For us for this? Literally dozens will listen to this. Dozens. All right. Shield Fire Protection. We're just we're a local contractor, fire Cha-ching. protection contractor. That's a hundred dollars. Anybody Matt. who says their company name, hundred dollars. Didn't you tell me earlier that you were gonna sponsor this verbal episode? Agreement. <clears throat> the beer is free, isn't it? The one right? you're drinking is okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so the more we thought about it and dreamt about it and visited for the first time, we're like, you know what, why not? We don't have to pull the kids from school. And I don't have to get about a new it, job. Right? Prayer, right? That, that came later. Um, but and we don't, we're renting personally, and so we can't undo anything if we don't like it. We just come back. Okay. So we're what, committing to a year. Specifically, what in California is driving you away? Because you talk about... And would you say God is calling you there? Would you go that far? I'll answer Jeff's first. Thank you. Um, Jeff would like you to answer his only. <laughs> so the same reason you know why... Well, the, the reasons why we're homeschooling, it, so there's the vaccination issues in California and the, the curriculum uh, in the public school system. And so when my wife started researching, if uh, our kids are mostly, mostly vaccinated, but we just, we didn't, we were so concerned. You wouldn't, so a lot, what I hear in social media, there's like this, oh, you you take this stance, therefore you are. Yeah, you we're anti-vaxxers, according now, to... Now, according to people, yeah, yes. Yeah. Now, would you... Obviously, your kids are vaccinated mostly, so you wouldn't call yourself that. And we're not going to debate that thing here, but yeah. you can describe the California law and why it's... Yeah, so that was all these things coming down the, the, the pipeline, all the bills in California were causing concern for us, whether it be the, the vaccine bills, whether it be the... Uh, the um, the curriculum for public schools. Mm. So what about wife, the curriculum? Uh, the one. <laughs> Whoa, Jeff! The way you said that. Jeff has to say that. The sex education for. You could just say sex education, kids. Uh. Jeff is a public school teacher for people who don't know, and I teach this stuff. Yeah, so that put it on the radar. Like, okay, well, you know, hey, what if we homeschooled? Like if it got so bad and we decided to homeschool, what would that look like? So my w- wife started researching it and decided my wife my wife's been a stay at home mom for from the time that we started having kids, and so it was an option for us. And she decided once she researched the idea, decided why would I not homeschool if we ha- if it's an option? So she started homeschooling, and that's kind of how this move being out of state idea came up. If we were going to go somewhere, where would we go? And started having those conversations and, and thinking about the possibility. And I wouldn't have to get a new job. We're not pulling the kids from school. And we don't have to sell property to move. And we decided, why not? Why it's a not huge So Mostly this came down to the, the curriculum in public schools and the vaccinations things in, in regards and to none kids. none of those really would have affected us. Wait, maybe they would if they were still in public school. Like the vaccinations... The California is like, 
or maybe is it did they pass a law yet, or was yes. it just an LAUSD in January? Nobody cannot, in January nobody cannot gets attend school. From anything. You oh don't, yeah, yeah, you don't get right. choice. Yeah. There there are some. They they've made some concessions, I believe, but it's it's definitely changed. It's restricted. Yeah. So that, that's what put brought us to, us down this path. That like, what if? And we decided, why not? And you guys have the ability to be mobile. Like that's I I I hesitate to say the word blessing. But it is a blessing to be able to, your wife doesn't need to find a job. You can take your job with you and you, you can rent and come back. You have, you're mobile. That's, um, I yeah. agree. I like it. So I'm we, a little envious. After this is we biblical, visited for the first right? time this Rome, past Romans, summer. Tied down we, to nothing, man. Yeah, Romans 69. We drove oh. home and we were both very hesitant and unsure and... Didn't think we could do it, but then we reminded ourselves that we're just going to try it. We're going to try it for a year. It'll be, worst case, it'll be a great adventure for the kids. They're going to have a blast. The kids are all on board. They're excited. My middle son wants to have a big enough property that he can hunt on, which That'd be we're great, not going to be able man. to get. Dude, do it. Um, my oh, oldest man, just son. Just pull yourself I'll up saw you my, I saw my bow. <laughs> Seriously, they got deer, bison, cats, dogs. It's amazing. <laughs> Wildlife out there. Elk. Oh, I got a Dalmatian today. Yeah, my oldest son is totally into soccer. They've got great soccer programs. They got great mountain biking up there, which we've done. We went in the fall to visit again. So the kids are excited about just the adventure of of just trying it. So we're gonna we're gonna try it out. We're committed to trying it out. And that's all we really ask in your belief with Jesus Christ. So back to, to Zach's question. Just try him out for a year. To Zach's question, it'll be cheaper than what you're currently doing. What was your question? Okay, that was a stupid moment at the time. You feel called, <laughs> or you had said something about uh, if you felt like, like, to what degree? I guess what you believe about God and how He interacts with our day to day life will come into play here. If you think it's more like I just am going to use my wisdom here, or if it's do I need to pray about every single thing? Like, where are you on that spectrum? So we, we did not pray about it initially, but once we realized that, man, this is like, this is a possibility. I don't believe that, that it's God's will that we move or stay. But once we decided that we were going to try it out and go, both my wife and I really kind of made a commitment praying to, uh, for wisdom and discernment, like where to move up there maybe the particular house or neighborhood, but like, what does God have in store for us up there? Because it's not the, I know, I believe it's not just doing the same thing there that we're doing here. I, I think that this is an opportunity for us to really partner with God and doing something big. And I have no idea what that is. When we were driving back the first time in June, when we visited, the first thing that came to mind was getting back into fostering. And we did some of that here, but we don't have the extra square footage uh, at the moment to do it, to do traditional fostering. But up there, we could afford to have a bigger place, extra rooms. And so that was the first thing that came to mind. I don't know if that's what it is, uh, but I, I really believe, we believe that that God's got something going on that we can partner with him on up there that's, that's, that might be big. Now, what if I phrase it this way? God, and I'm trying to use the language that you would use, 
because I may or may not use it. I, Go I, ahead I and think phrase I understand your language, it. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> what if God always has something going on that you can get involved with, yes, yes or no? So no matter where you decide to go to run away from the government, God's got something going on. Yeah, and that's that's exactly. But God also has God also brings people out of whatever circumstance they're in, sometimes at least. Like the Israelites put, out of slavery. Exactly. That's what I was talking about. To put them yeah. in other circumstances to do other things with. Like misappropriate their power and enslave other people. Don't we have uh, our author <laughs> slash pastor up there? Author slash pastor. Oh, dude, yes. Don't we in Boise? Built-in friends. I think you know people out there already, Matt, but uh, Keith Giles, who is coming back not out. Not just Keith Giles. Oh, Keith Giles moved up there? He moved to Boise. No, not, oh. but not just Keith Giles. The... Um, Oh, uh, yeah. The good-looking guy. The hell guy. Keith Giles isn't bad-looking. No, I don't mean that, but when... I mean, <laughs> he was originally there. Preston I mean, Sprinkle? He, he is there. Yeah, Sprinkle. The oh, Peace Springs. Yeah. Peace Springs. He, right, Preston Sprinkle. I don't know if he lives there now, but that's where... Oh, yeah, he he was from Fresno. He came out of Fresno. That's right. Yeah, he knew he knew. Uh, he was Ted in Lilly. Boise. I don't he know. went from Cali. He's another Cali. Yeah. He may be back Transplant. in Boise. We have to get him back on. Anyway, I, I don't mean, know if Matt might, on you know, find his yeah. calling with yeah. uh, Mr. P. Sprinkle. I mean... The Sprinkster? If I had the soundboard, I would play... I think... Uh, okay, by the way, full disclosure, I lived in Boise for a year. It's an amazing city. Matt, people think that you Matt... Meth? People think that Matt and his family are coming back. They're not coming back. When you get to Boise, especially as an adult, like oh, your dad moved there. If I lived, yeah, my dad went back there. If you live there, you're not coming back. I mean, especially if you love the outdoors. They got skiing 45 minutes away. There's rivers. There's floating the river. There's, I mean, I mean, there's uh, are they paying there's fishing? You? There's everything. Water skiing. There's they got they got uh, running trails along the river. Did I mean, the Boise tourism board pay you for this? They don't need to. People from California well, are they moving should. in droves to. Although to I think it does take a year. You have to live there for a year before you get your uh, in-state hunting license. And so just, you definitely want to change your plates quick. Isn't that what you've yeah, heard? That's the they're locals they're right away. are prone to stone. <laughs> uh, Californians, because uh, Californians, you're right, Jeff. They're flooding. Yeah, the, even there's actually a fringe mayoral. Hundreds, yeah, and thousands. There's a fringe mayoral candidate. Maybe a I think it's mayoral for, mayoral candidate for Boise. Yes, that is his platform is keeping <laughs> Californians right. out, <laughs> and he's not going to win. He's like he's like a right make wing, Boise shit again, right wing. I think is his <laughs> yeah. discriminating against Californians. <laughs> I mean. So, and it's, it's so good. My, my dad, he's a long, he's grew up in Long Beach and he's still, and I know I've said this on here before, but he's like, gosh, darn Californians just keep moving here. They're just screwing up the state. <laughs> I'm like, um, now does he say it with oh, a straight okay. face or a twinkle in his eye? No, not a twinkle. He's just, he's straight like, face. he's already a Boise. I'm man. a, I'm a Boise. He, he's like, it said Boise. <laughs> it's French, Jeff. I'm like, okay, Boise. Dad. All right. Hey, speaking of Boise and your family, your sister's pretty cute. Uh, 
this silent moment brought to you by. I mean, she's like got a. She doesn't look like Ellen. Uh, yeah, just, my my sister is. She does uh, not look like Ellen. Your is, sister is an attractive woman. She's yeah. I want you to know. Uh, did I? She said, "Can I say this on here?" I mean, this is bros, babbles, and beer, right? You can say anything. I, oh, we'll good. edit it Isn't out. Isn't that a move? Yeah. No, okay. we, we need to add another Scott getting rejected. <laughs> Hold on. So moment. everybody, this we're just leaving Matt. Like Beto left the election. Yeah. Um, I sent. So my yeah, sister. Pull another podcast. My sister. She. Um, she decided to. Not. She went and was like, "Okay, I I think I'm just going to go with the girls and not look for a guy," and. Um, and Are you reading this? And that's fine. <laughs> Would but, she describe herself as bisexual? No. And I'm gonna just throw this out. So I go out, and with uh, you know, we go out for you know for some oh, drinks. And was with Scott. Birthday. I'm with Scott, and and with uh, another couple like neighbors and my wife. We're at this place. And we're trying to hook Scott up with the ladies, but there's a lot of lot of so cougars. So when we get to this restaurant, the couple we're with, the 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 dude, he's like the waitress walks up and he's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, we'll take uh, you know a margarita." And he's single. Don't get and distracted. And she's like, "Oh," and she has a ring on. And then, oh, okay, hold on. Anyway, so that's how the okay <clears throat> party. Started. So we're really pushing Scott and getting hooked up here. Oh, at your the, sister showed up. The bar, no. Oh, so. <clears throat> I uh, take a picture, or we t- I take a picture of Scott, and who looks like for the for the lit people, according to a former guest, Elon Musk, and Joey from Friends. If they had a baby, if they had a baby together, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is totally gay. Oh my gosh! Uh, so my sister had sent me a message, and she is thirty nine, forty. She's somewhere in there. And uh, she's she's a pretty woman. She uh, she's was a an all American athlete in soccer, and she's she's uh, she's my sister. Anyway, I sent her a message. <laughs> I sent her a message, and I said, uh, "Any chance you would want to go out with my single podcast buddy Scott? He is amazing, and he likes Ellen." Um, <laughs> Wait, you said I like Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I sent her a picture of Scott. Scott looks like a mass murderer. And she sends back, that's gross. I'm a lesbian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, now, was she lesbian before this? <laughs> yeah, was she saying to that's gross because of... Oh yeah, well, anyway, uh, we don't need to answer that. Scott. Moving on. <laughs> Matt, 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 I like you. Yeah, I let's like get off move. that topic. <laughs> I like your move to boys. I think it's great. You guys are gonna love it. Yeah, I love that you're actually committing to something. That you're like, I'm. We're doing this, and I'm committing. <laughs> who, who is that uh, directed to? It's directed at the the the. the, the yeah, you what, gave what, up what, in your guy. hair, and now it's like, oh. <laughs> hey, Scott was gonna do the PCT like two years ago. We we're in episode thirty, and I think you were like, "I'm going PCT." I had my gallbladder removed. All right, <laughs> are they they're still removing it? Mid- yeah, <laughs> midlife. And you crisis. gotta wait for it to heal uh, for so at good. least three to seven <laughs> years. <laughs> That's you know, you can never be too careful. Okay, Doc- on my fortieth birthday, I'll doctor's go. Doctor's orders. <laughs> so leaving church on on Sunday, my wife says, "She's like, I wonder if we could like split our time, like six months here and six months there." In an RV, you can. Yeah. 
I know someone. So we might who be hitting you guys you up. An you know. <laughs> Keep going, Matt. Yeah, we might be hitting you guys up. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But we're gonna we're gonna move up there and try it out, and uh, we'll figure it out from there. Mm. But yeah, God's God's in it. God's always in it. Always. Uh, we we've always partnered with God. So that's what we're excited about. Not not having not setting expectations to, to just being open to what uh, what's in store and not not detailing and planning everything out. We don't know if we're going to rent or buy or I don't know. We don't know a lot, but I we, love that about you. That's a lot. Like Matt, your phone is ringing, and I know you're away, and you have kids that are not here. I don't know if you need it's, to get that or no, not. It's not okay. Um, and. We, I mean, we're giving up a lot, but we don't know how much we might gain, you know, because right. I, I know we'll still be, my business will still be here. So I'll, I'll, I'll need to come back. I'll want to come back and that'll be another excuse. And the, the cost of living up there will make it a lot easier for me to, to hopefully get back into aviation and flying and maybe flying myself home. Nice. Wow. That would be fantastic. And then I could just hitch a ride with you and see my dad. Yes, and it is like <laughs> there. There is yeah. there is a little uh, silver lining here. It is about yeah. halfway between here and uh, Mammoth, roughly. We just drop, just parachute out. You're saying flight time? No, drive time. I think right. Really? Six six, six hours? Uh, it's, no, it's it's for Boise's further from Mammoth. Oh, because okay, it's, it's a yeah yeah. Okay. Oh 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 oh! I booked it. Booked Tahoe today. Nice. Are you serious? I did. All right. You well, guys really so you know you. it's five hundred dollars a person. For Jeff, <laughs> Jeff is really upset. <laughs> no, actually, I'm I'm up. I already told Matt. I'm hey, like I'm in. This Jeff is more. Gave me his blessing. Last I'm gonna go week. gambling. I, right. I bought a new snowboard. Right. You didn't even think about that. There's gambling in Reno. All right. Off yeah. pod. What's next? That's a better off-pod conversation because it involves <laughs> right. you just our own debauchery. We were having You're so right. much fun. Um, where did we want to bring this back to? I don't know. I mean, he's talking about planes. Should did I just answer your guy right questions? Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? No, I do want to... Oh, so back to that. Ooh, I will make God. one, one more comment. So pointing at me. I was and having some more. great... And I snapped. I, I had a great conversation with a, uh, one particular friend I had at my 20-year college reunion a couple of weeks ago and kind of digesting and talking out loud about this move to Boise and, and really realize that God has been a much bigger part of this than we realize because the fact that Jen and I were both on board and excited about moving away from our family and friends and you guys, <laughs> it was just <laughs> zinger. It's just crazy. Well, yeah, that like, you guys would agree crazy. on anything right. is a miracle. That you're, <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. That you're like, we want this. Yeah. Not not in and not a like negative we're not towards running. like we're not being, a negative towards no. like family and friends and the life you have here, which it's is amazing. Really strange. And you have great friends that care about you and so much. And how could you ever think that you, you get guys. better friends than us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh. that, that 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 fact alone, just that that we're you we're looked o- at each other and you're like, okay let's this? do this. Yeah. Yeah. That we're okay with this is. And I, after they hooked up, they I said, just, "Let's move." just proved to us that God's a much bigger part of this, even though we didn't intentionally invite God in on this beforehand. But after we kind of made the decision... And- Did you hear that, God? Okay, go so ahead. So I don't think... So that's where I would like... Um, God loves humor. That's Continue. where I would say God, by definition, like you inviting God is almost irrelevant. 
Okay, well, us. Being... In my opinion, can okay. I just say what my does opinion? That mean? So I guess you can't I would rephrase it. I would say saying. the Holy Spirit's already in. So God's Matt always here. God's knocking and always mm-hmm. He's always knocking, but it's whether or not we mm. respond and partner and open the door to God. So we didn't necessarily, you know, open that door beforehand and say, God, should we move or should we not? It was already. Happening. We didn't do that. So we decided that so punishment we're awaits it. you we're when you get there, it. and then we started intentionally praying like God, what you know, what do you have in store for us? Just bless us with wisdom and discernment, and just let it be known like what what can we partner with you in on in this and what's going on? Like what what can we do different than what we're doing here? So that was you know we're now we're we've opened that door and that dialogue and that prayer and, and we don't know yet, but we'll find out. And, and Matt's taken such a, like a, and I, I, I love that. And you, I like the way you're saying it. That's great. It just seems like for, um, (laughs) what does that mean, Scott? Well, is it that he's the, yeah, do finish that thought. Well, Speaking I just finished whole. We're out yeah. of beer and um, we're out of time. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Um, I feel like Scott's angling towards um, cornering me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, but, I was. But also, and I want to allow that to happen. It's um, okay if it doesn't. I'm, you know, no, Zach, I'm no, holding things can we pause I'm not stopping show? you. We're not going to pause, but I feel like I, I need go, to run go, and go get more drinks. Oh, okay. Where am I getting and it? We I'll should, go get it. We should, we should fire up that oven for pizza. Oh, we'll do that oh. later. No. Oh, whoa. No, whoa. Oh, hey. Well, what if, we, what if we leave and go somewhere else? What is going on? I don't Let's know. Let's pray about it. Okay. Uh, God said downstairs <laughs> on the couch with Costco pizza. No. Okay. That's fine with me. I mean, yeah. Did anybody else get the same thing Jeff got? Scott, did that's you get what that? I was. That's, that's what, what I was picking up. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I got. Matt got that too. I'll answer for Matt. God told me what Matt would think. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know. No, don't. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? No, go ahead. Keep going. As long as somebody goes and get us drinks, because yeah, we're dry Zach, up here. That's impossible. Zach out. <clears throat> yeah, it's coming. It's coming. You got more beer right there. Uh, but he's directing it at me. Okay, so I want you to picture grown men standing and facing off. And, and, and then what beer are we going to get? Are you going to go down and get the beer? Are you going or am I going? Am you I going to go? Me, you, you, me, you, me, 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 you, you. Am I going to get the beer? Are you going to get the beer? I'm going to go down there. There's a keg out in the backyard. You want to get on that keg? Get that keg. Get that keg right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's bottles that are now gone. I love that I'm, he I'm left. Gonna, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm drinking no, Matt's beer. No. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. He, he just pounded the sculpin. It gone. Big ballast point out. All right, Matt, Scott. you snoozed. Hey, Scott. Okay. okay, before Matt gets back up here, let's talk bad about him for a moment. All right. Man. Um, I want you guys to... Can you believe his sweater he's wearing? <laughs> he's already wearing a <laughs> Christmas sweater. I, I actually... I actually love that he had this with him and his his wife. This moment of like, let's do this. Yeah, like and they're then they amped. Decided. What's that? Yeah. What did you say? Once, so what happens once you have an orgasm, Jeff? Your mind <laughs> can your mind oh my can gosh. think clearly. <laughs> Things are out of the way. 
And so when you say, let's do this, <laughs> once that happens, they can talk <laughs> deeply me. about homeschool, vaccines, government interventions, things they need to get away from, or things they feel like they should move away from, or from, <laughs> or move into. All that happens once their minds are clear. So continue. Uh, so if anybody is thinking about leaving the state of California because you don't want to vaccinate your kids, just um, contact me and... Uh, None of my kids are vaccinated. Nice. And, uh, well, because you don't have health insurance. Oh, my gosh. Should now, legit, should we edit that out? No. Oh. I'm going to own this because, Okay. hello, government people, you're stupid. Oh, wow. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> wow. And as stupid is, as stupid does. I mean, it's just a gigantic wow. ship that doesn't even have a captain at it. Shots. No rudder. They're just <laughs> flapping and in the, the wind. And the state of California Shots is the fired. stupidest. Gavin, wow. Gavin, I almost said Gavin McGinnis. <laughs> Gavin Newsom is an idiot. Well, wow. I, I don't know. No. I, I really don't know about Gavin Newsom, but I will say the state of California and all of their all of their laws and rules, really, it's all a PR campaign for the moment, and nobody really cares to follow any of the rules. They're just throwing it out there to make themselves look good, and that's for all the movie stars, all the politicians, yeah. all the people that get on television and the media, it's all just a bunch of BS. All of it. There's nothing true about it. 100%. They're selling right, votes. Right down to going 85 miles per hour next to the CHP on my way to work. Like Nobody really cares. <laughs> they just want to live the good life of Southern California. And they're looking up at the people in San Francisco and they're like, yeah, whatever. Whatever Silicon yeah, Valley. Step over your poop streets. They're like, yeah, you guys can make whatever laws and whatever curriculum for the state of California, whatever your lobbyist with billions of dollars in in San Francisco, <laughs> where all of the money is just isolated and bring your crap and nobody really cares and nobody falls through on it and nobody does whatever you think is happening is not happening. Hey, light speed so, rail will wow, yeah, whatever. will happen in China. Okay, okay. Long before Air California. Horn. Air horn, it's against the bylaws to let you guys rant about your um, anti-liberal bias or whatever. Liberals suck. Okay. You know they're made in the image <laughs> of God liberals, too, Scott. Not not these liberals. The liberal idea is dead. Not California liberals. It's a a lot of talk and there's nothing behind it. Okay. That's Jeff at brosbiblesbeer.com. That, and, and you can send me Mr. Jeff Pearson at gmail.com if you want to send me a real email. Message. And then we got Scott at brosbiblesbeer.com. Um, let's see. Liberals hear from are stupid. You. How about okay. that? If I could be more right. clear. So, in case you didn't notice, that just happened. So, can we move on? Wait. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Wait, no caveats. There's no caveats to that. What was, Wait a second. what was the topic? Wait a second. You started off playing Donald Trump by saying, no. you know, these Democrats are stupid. No, I did They're not. stupid. I'll go back and read the transcript. What are we back in court here? No. What was the topic? I believe my my railing was against here bipartisan. I yeah. I hate them all. Now, when I say hate, it's figurative. I think they're all image bearers, even Donald Trump. Okay, that, but that's <laughs> we all know that. Mine is a general disdain for any politician, Democrat, Republican, in general. And to, yeah, it's just I no, I I agree. I agree so, with you on that. And we need to take the power away from the government. I think I said this before. Uh, 
I'm glad Beto's out because Beto was the okay. The government, the government doesn't have any power. All right. No, what do you, let's yes, get they off do. of that. Let's no, get off that. No, they do. Okay. Okay. There's okay. nothing the government does that okay, affects you guys. Me. Don't like liberals. You're super no, conservative. The government does have You're winners. There's nothing the government has ever done that's actually affected me. Yes, it has. That I haven't <laughs> actually gotten something from, like. Taxes that you know pay for schools and streets and stuff, police officers and teachers. Like, I that's a good thing. But all the other stuff, it's bad for nothing is else. affecting me. There was one thing, one <laughs> bill that California just passed that was going to affect us quite a bit, and oh, that what was actually that? what kind of catapulted. Oh, here it is. One one thing that was uh, it like a restriction on sunscreen? No, it's castration for all males. Yeah, that one too. The but, women but, are taking over for the listeners. It's known in okay, California, Jeff. It was. Oh my God, Dad! Come on, because you you're entering filibuster ahead, mode where you talk over people, on, and I exactly. tried to make a joke about Matt's fair skin and not being able to get sunscreen. And you railroaded it. I didn't get the laughs I was going to get because Matt's super pale and has to apply <laughs> sunscreen all the time, and now he can't get it because of California governmental intervention. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Fair so skin, that's, that's Scott. Is, shut up, shut yeah. up. Wait for my the wife's laughter. fair, <laughs> which means we have three kids that are fair skinned. So it's a daily battle. It is. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. So <laughs> what was that one thing? The, the bill was uh, California uh, ca- covered. California's broke, so California passed a bill to get rid of the exemptions that people have that opt out of covered California. So my wife and I, our family for three years now, which Zach is also on the, the same MediShare program for, it's not insurance, but it's a MediShare health I'm, program. I'm still nervous about it. And it's been great. It saves us $1,000 a month. And all their claims have been paid from inception 30 plus years or so they've been around. And now it's that's been gone. awesome. So, so California, there was a bill that was going to vote that was going to get rid of that exemption for us. And so we were going to have to either pay the penalty or pay or buy a covered California plan. And at the last hour, they did revise it. So we still are exempted right now. But that was something that, because California is, is so, uh, just so liberal and and democrat led that all the bills on the table are they're all going to get passed so right it, it's just going to continue to which i i i, I don't bitch and moan and complain about i mean yeah, i, I love this place deteriorate and you know we'll we'll be back it's and, not a word and uh but it was just another thing like hmm okay so if we have to take residency in another state, right. which would mean living there six months plus one day out of the year. Oh, I like the thinking. So that was what, that's kind of how it started. Because there were multiple bills on the floor that were like, okay, where do we go? And literally, we're like Mexico, Arizona, Idaho. New Mexico. Yeah, but Trump's building that wall, I think. I'm going to go to the northern, northern New Mexico. has has a ski resort. No, I thought that's where he was building the wall. Between oh, yeah, Colorado. they're going to cut off. Yeah, yeah I think he was yeah, extending yeah. the wall that they've already had there yeah, for yeah. decades. And where would we be without his leadership? <laughs> Tell uh, you what. So, yeah, that was it was just like one thing after another. It's like, oh, my gosh. <clears throat> you got to be kidding me. So, like, okay. Should we do something about it? Yeah, yeah okay. I kind of look at the state of California as that remedial kid in 12th grade that's in the stupid math class. I'm like, yep, that's the state of California government. So uh, what did you say? Gosh. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, 
I, I am super uncomfortable <laughs> with your guys' language. Really? Yeah, that surprises me. There's so many like these people are stupid, and they they, are they're they're stupid. You, Zach, you criticize people all the time. time. That's not. Oh, we can't, we can't touch the state legislature. That's not the same thing. I'm not saying they're they're good. After you just said you hate politicians, Scott, you believe the Bible though, right? I declared that it was it was unless it's unless it's against no unless the government is harming the the people. And that we're all made in God's image. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, that is true. I, I, and I think they're doing wrong. It's different they're, when it's an individual. It's another thing when it's people. an umbrella that everybody just kind of moves in that I direction. Think a lot of them just I, have no idea what they're doing. So hold on, exactly. hold on, hold on a second. I think, for the record, it's if it's not obvious by now, we're not wearing headphones, and it's changing the way we're talking. There's a lot of yelling over each other, which is fine. It's fun. Cut this it is out, fine, guys. Sorry, but I would everybody. say they, you're Scott making a declaration. They are, e- they are evil. I affirm that. I would. So I, where, I think a lot of them are, I, and to try to distinguish between them is very difficult. Between so the Scott, I wasn't done with my comment. What I would say, what I was going to say, but I won't now. But what, what I was going to say is that uh, I believe the the statement that our ba- your battle is not against flesh and blood, and that includes the people you've declared stupid and evil. Now. What I'm not going I back on. That. Okay, that that goes against your previous affirmation, Jeff. If I can point my finger at you, <laughs> I just thought it was fun to go along with Scott. But I am not. I am. What I'm not disagreeing with is my disdain for the way people um, seek power and want to use it over people. Seek what? That it, I am not making an argument against that. Now, what I want to get back to is is I want to get away from the partisan stuff because generally we're not about that and. Or typically, and you're not about that. Go ahead. Um, but I want to get back to Scott trying to corner me. Do you remember oh. what you were going to corner me about uh, can I, before? Uh, yes. Can oh, I, you tried actually, to get us. You actually sensed he was getting ready to yeah. corner you. He, he Zach was knows eyeing me. Yeah. Zach knows me. But it was also related to you know biblical God talk stuff. And in our last 15 minutes or so, this is before uh, Matt went to go get us stuff that would get us more drunk. <laughs> So yes, Zach and I, I do apologize. By the way, Scott, you have fifteen minutes. Thank you. But the control, oh, sweet. But the controlling god of, of Zach, sweet. 15 also minutes. known as the Democrat of California. I'm just saying, there's a football game on and there's food. I, I to do oh, watch. Let's go. You got ten yeah. minutes. Zach. I got to watch Zeke <laughs> score some touchdowns. Zach, I do apologize for for interrupting you there, and I thank you for giving me this opportunity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, what is it on the uh, on uh, on the floor? On the floor. My I give, time. I get the fine gentleman from Real, South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> I get the fine gentleman from South Dakota. You're, you're uh, recognized. Yes. You're recognized. also reclaiming my time. Yes. <laughs> okay, point of clarification. <laughs> Personal privilege. Personal privilege for Scott. Um, but but just for what you just said, that yes, we do, our, our, our battle is against, is not against flesh and blood, it's against principalities and powers. Yes, the those principalities and powers have an influence on this world and there's deception and people giving themselves over to certain things and that is playing out in our political structure people pass they're passing laws uh based upon this deception so it's not just that oh because we're facing principalities and powers therefore we don't have flesh and blood adversaries i don't think is that's not my view of that passage 
that that manifest that is manifested in flesh and blood people who do have I got you governmental authority over us and we will face the consequences for opposing that authority eventually. Yeah, but so going back a, to Matt's... With a shit ton of caveats, agree or disagree. Go <laughs> ahead. Okay. Yeah, but um, from what Matt was saying about just being, um, you know, something that came upon him and his wife's mind to do, and then later on they they um, they, uh, they they sought, they, they, they prayed about and whatnot... In my in my mind, I thought I thought Matt was fairly moderate in in what he was saying. Um, he wasn't really like taking a hard line. Uh, God leads us, or God doesn't lead us, or any you know. He wasn't making a like a real theological point. Um, and but I I just thought that your response to that, um, and I and I forget the exact. I, I forget it now. Shoot, I apologize. Well, but it's um, good pod. I, I just, happen. I, yeah, I just, I just thought that your, your, your objection to what Matt was saying was like it was Matt, less objective. Object, yeah, Matt was just being moderate. Like, Matt's just saying, "Hey, this is what we thought," and then uh, we, we, yeah, and then we, then we were singing God about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but you're, but you, Zach, you're trying to make a point that like. Like God doesn't interact with this world, which you said before, and you were you were leading towards that in your one of your questions. Oh, he made um, a comment about us. We invited God in on it, and Zach was saying, "Well, isn't God already?" Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that that. So, I mean, if you if you go to that extreme, then is God in on everything? And I don't know if that would make sense um, in a consistent hermeneutic um well it's big yeah it's a big word yeah it's got in you know watching porn and, oh, oh okay so i mean that's that's an extreme example but god god is yes. not in, god is not in everything in that in that same context okay um but but I, and Do you i have a specific question for me i i forget i forget the exact thing um but it was, no, you know, I, I we apologize. Could read, we could listen to the podcast that we're recording. Oh, it right yeah, now. Scott can you start? Do that. Can you? I, I, first of all, yeah, I, I probably won't. <laughs> but uh, but Zach, but I but I think you were you were you were at one point made. You were trying to make. You asked a question, and the underlying part of that question to Matt was that what is Matt's view of God interacting with the world in no, general? No, it was more just like did you? Pr- I wanted to see kind of where I'm interested in how people do what they do and why they do it. And because I, I think I'm representing the vast majority of people that would call themselves Christians and seeing like how, how you go to God or how you seek guidance or what, how is God interacting views? I kind of hold right now are not the vast majority are definitely but, in the minority. Yeah. yeah. So th- when I'm asking the questions, you can tell it's coming from a certain place and through a certain lens i'm not denying that at all or i wouldn't pretend to um and it's just to see where matt's coming from and maybe discussion will come through i'm a little saddened that the moment passed and we didn't land on exactly where you were going to go because yeah. i think you were going to go somewhere but it was, was going to you really corny you it was related to what you said a minute ago matt, matt. it was related to that um about 
What did I say again? Can you remind yeah, me of the third time? What he just said? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had stated that, you know, once we invited God in on oh, yeah. the process and you had countered like, well, isn't God already, like you don't have to invite him. He's already there. Yeah, but it was a it version was, of that. Yeah, it was our response that changed. Yeah. Like we opened our mind and, you know, just that dialogue with God and just, being intentional and being open to what God might have in store. I think for there's us. something more exponential in doing that than like you know God's in it and you're like you're, yeah, you and absolutely. your wife want to go. But then when you like take that intentional step of as you say inviting God into this process, there's something exponential and there's doors that'll be opened because you're like okay, uh, we're walking through this door with just an open heart to and open minds to whatever God's got for us, as opposed to we're making this choice and um, God's probably in on it. And we feel totally, you know, driven to go in this direction. And, but in the same, at the same time, you're like, God go with us. And, yeah. and God's already, but, but you it, it, saying, I know you're here. So I like, yeah. I like, can I piggyback on that? Like, so tying those two together, when Jeff, when you say you being Matt being open, that's what I really like and connect with when it comes to praying to God is that even language that I don't use anymore or struggle to use and maybe think maybe I need to use that language in prayer like I used to, um, but I have a hard time doing it because right now, if I can be. Um, a be little honest. bit bold and say it's just not. A th- I'm just not being true to myself. <laughs> I hate using. I that. hate that. I know. I know. I, noted, and I recognize. Um, but point of continuance is that a thing? Point of personal continuance. Personal continuance. Thank you, Scott. Uh, being open when no matter what language you use or how God is is actually interacting directly or indirectly. Whatever's true behind that, when you make a declaration of like, God, we're seeking wisdom in this, I think it does switch. I think it switches your brain. It puts your brain in an open posture to be more aware of the situation, to be looking to like engage your, the wisdom that you have and that's been given to you in a way that is is helpful to the situation. So whether or not it's, so I I think what underlies all this is I don't believe that God is like withholding wisdom until you ask God. Like that seems stupid to me. Why why though? That is super. Stay out for a moment. That (laughs) Scott, that's not a bad question. Okay. (laughs) Scott. I'm I'm following. That's not a bad, Scott, I want to recognize that's not a bad question, but it's like, it is a huge rabbit hole potential. But yeah, that's why I wanted you to stay out because we're going to get off topic here. Yeah. (laughs) And according to our bylaws, we have five minutes. I'm just kidding. But um, when, oh, help me out. That's right. No, no, it's not your fault. God is not withholding wisdom. Yeah. So, okay. So the idea, what's really foreign to me and hurts my brain and my spiritual feelings is the idea of a God that's like, 
if you're not asking if like the, the God that knows everything we assume, and that's the creator of heaven and earth, all powerful and is waiting for us to ask before things are given feels stupid because he he has the huge perspective our perspective is nothing comparatively now we have to be easy on that logic yeah, you better go quick because i'm so, no no so from that framework like the idea that so god waiting to heal it's 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 really sympathetic you are being so goddamn loud jeff if i may be so bold and that's a lowercase god so it's not a bad word. Um, Continue to distinguish man from oh Mission God. Viejo. The, the pa- pounding and pounding, Jeff, over and over again. <laughs> I could do this all day long. I know you can. You're like the father in succession. <laughs> so it, it's really sympathetic with open theism, the idea that the future is open, and that, so the idea of a God that is, that, could heal or could give you wisdom or could do these things, but won't until you ask. That's a small God in my brain. That, to me, that's, that's a God that we can't really trust. Um, and realizing there's a lot there, but that's why I think the wisdom is there. And I, but I think yet praying and even asking God for things that I wouldn't even doing that. And if I would practice to ask God for things, I, which runs counter to how I believe God works, I think that still puts my brain in an open posture to a broader sense of things and it will enable me to to move forward in a way that is more healthy and more aware and more more open for what thing what what's going on. Like more open to what God is doing. So so I don't think God's waiting. <clears throat> There's so many things going around. I'm trying to focus, guys. Just to the listener. Okay, Matt. Just the drinks. Response. Everything's going around. Noises. Response. Hand motions. No, I, I totally agree that God is not withholding. And when we were going through this process of making this decision, um, it, was, it was a posture. It was because there were moments where we were thinking completely selfishly. Like, what do we want? Like, what kind of property, how much acreage and what kind of house and what do we want? Like what's in this, in it for us. And we caught ourselves. And and that was at that point when we invited, invited God or changed our posture and like, okay, God, you know, and, and putting our focus on him and not what we want selfishly. And so that was, I, I, I totally believe that God is not withholding stuff, but it's just like asking a friend for advice, you know, if, if you don't, you know, your friend loves you and wants you to thrive and wants to help you. But if you're not open to it, it's no different. I think, I mean, God is there. God is present. God is not withholding. It's us that gets in the way. It's our posture. So, you know, wh- whether our decision to move and we could have invited God in on the process from the beginning and that there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and we might have gotten something. I don't know. You know, it might have directed us elsewhere. But I don't, I don't, I don't live in regret and um, just look to the past like Con- like constant second guessing. No, yeah. 
It's like, no, it's fine. And that's, it drives my wife nuts because she'll be like, well, what should we, should we do this? Like, the, you know, here are the pros and cons. Yeah, let's do option A. That's perfect. I love it. And then she'll present a she case. She wants to look for, at all the angles. Yeah, she'll present a case for option B. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. And it drives her nuts. Yeah. But I'm like, let's can't just imagine pick why. One. <laughs> but Raleigh, North Carolina actually yeah. looks like a better so, option. <laughs> so we've had a lot of time to evaluate, you know, pros and cons and all that. But anyhow, I mean, you know, people and it's personalities too. You know, if people invite God in on from the very beginning, and I believe God will respond if if people say, Hey, where should we move? And they invite get God in on it from the beginning. Like, I think God will answer. You know, we didn't invite God in on that part of it. And I don't regret it. And I don't know if that's right or wrong, but um, that's just, that wasn't us. You know, we, once we decided what we wanted to do, you're like, okay, God, what, where are you already working? You know, it's like starting a ministry and, and, and it's like, okay, God's already working. So where do we, like our church has done a great job with it. Like what's God already doing? What can we partner in? What, what's already actively, you know, God is moving and, you know, rather than just blazing our own course our own trail, which there's some of that, I guess we're doing, but, um, I don't know. That's just our personalities. We just invited God in on it and sorry, changed our posture a bit later. I don't know how to quantify it, but I, I just think, I, I think no matter what words you use, there's more of an integration or less of a separation. We're oftentimes I think, well, I'll speak for me. Oftentimes when I would pray, it was like, God is this one thing that's out there and is separate and is waiting and reacts, but it's tough to quantify and I don't have a solid doctrine to base anything on of this on um, any one thing, but it's, it's more universal and less like the, what I think of with the invitation. There's a song about inviting the Holy Spirit that gets sung in church Holy Spirit, you're welcome here, like inviting the Holy Spirit. And I think even though the language is directed towards God, I think it's power lies in it's more s- for switching us. our... Sorry, you say pow- power lies? What was that word? Power lies? It's the power of that concept lies is actually the opposite. And it's so more for us. We're, we are convincing ourselves, which might sound negative. So you could say we are, you are opening yourself up to in a posture of receiving rather than what the words are saying makes God like, okay, you don't want me there. I'm not going to come. There's a sense in which that's, that's true. God being love. I believe God can't control love. True love cannot control unilaterally. And if, and so if that's what God is, there's a sense when that, in which that's true. But the idea of a universal Holy Spirit that's not located in one spot and needs to come into another spot when we're ready, it's its an awareness. And once we are aware of it, whatever it takes to become aware of it, even if the words make me uncomfortable and the Christianese makes me uncomfortable, I'm all for it. Yeah, we're the ones that separate us from God. It's not, God's not choosing that. He's, it's like that stupid meme or story where the guy's stranded on an island or drowning in the ocean in the middle of nowhere, where he's like, God, send me a sign, save me. You know, and the airplane comes by and a boat comes by and he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm waiting for a sign. <laughs> you know, it's, it's us. It's not, it's not God. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a recognition. And I, th- I think of uh, my buddy way back when he had uh, like a, f- he had a 57 Chevy, but he had one of those nitrous things in the his car. And so he could go fast, but then when he punched that nitrous, it's like, that's that exponential, like inviting God. Like I can, we can do this. I know you're with me, but there's something about like, I want to, I want to invite you into this, even though I know you're here, I want you to know that I want you here. And, and that's that, that nitrous that just is exponential, um, that moves much faster. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're like listening to God and praying like, God, give me a word, give me a vision, give me a, a something like if it's contrary to scripture or contrary to God's character of, of love, start with that. It's like, well, how know, about a can of worms? Like, but some scriptures are contrary to God's character of love. Keep going, Matt. Okay. Go ahead. Scott. So God, what do you think of me? Well, you're a piece of shit. Okay. Is that God? No. Yes. You're a worm. So the, Go ahead. Can you turn his mic off? I can, but somehow we'll talk loud enough. It'll yeah. pick up. So Scott did make the declaration that the gospel is that we are bad. So there is Scott, that. I Go forgot ahead. that. I forgot Scott's that. the Uda. So turn his mic off. <laughs> if but we're not if we're not bad, we don't need Jesus. We don't need Jesus. Go ahead. All right, keep going. All right. So Scott's a piece of shit. I am. I'm a worm. Okay. Yes. I wish you would break that lie. <laughs> no Scott. kidding. It's just scripture. Go ahead. Scott. The gospel according to Scott. For you. It's coming soon to coffee tables near you. <clears throat> Look it up. That's fine, but I don't oh, believe it. Look it up. Got you. Look it up. All look right, it, keep going, no, man. look it up. I mean, I could look it up right now, but no, that's go fine. Ahead. But hey, go God ahead. doesn't think you're a piece of shit. Yes, He does. I I disagree. There's no. a flyer where God he is does. raining judgment, oh, and my Jesus is the umbrella. But you're made my, in God's image. My righteousness. So God's image is a piece of shit. My righteousness. Answer the question, Scott. My righteousness is in Christ. Answer the question. I, I you're apart dodging. from Christ, you're deflecting. Am but a worm, destined for dust. But you know what? Christ, in Christ though, in Christ, I will be remade. I have new life, and in Christ, I can live forever with God. And the that good is, news that is best, my righteousness. And the good, new, and the good news luck. is that is my righteousness. Well, I in got you. Christ. You just said that. And the good news is that part of it's right, and Christ is the universal reality. Uh, before time began. So go ahead. Matt. Not universal. Go ahead. I don't remember where we were. We were ending, I think. <laughs> I think as usual, we end without actual conclusions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I'm cutting in here. Because uh, Scott and I continue to talk for about 15 minutes. And we do our patented dance in circles. But it may be something you want to hear. If that's the case, just keep listening after the music. Otherwise, the podcast episode was basically done. So I will leave that up to you. After the music, you can hear Scott and I keep going. Thanks for being a part of this. Grace, peace, cheers.
Um, but, but Zach, uh, I think um, with some of the things you said, and um, there are multiple examples of our uh, of human prayer, human requesting of God. Quick, that, we got twenty seconds. That changes what God does, and my encouragement for everybody is that we can, we can influence God. We can, we we should. Sounds like God's more human than we typically b- b- want to believe. I, I have no idea what that means. That God's more human. Um, that you can negotiate influence. with Him. We can't. It, it, there, there are multiple scriptural examples of humans. Uh, Maybe we're influencing ourselves. Yeah. Through inviting God. Like into God learned. God learned through the flood. You can't solve violence with violence. I think God learned. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means, but. But as you read through the Old Testament, there are numerous examples of people interacting with God, interceding for other people, and influencing God's yeah. decisions. Yeah. And, totally and, agree. And that is also in the New Testament where we are asked or we're, we're commanded to pray. Um, we're, pray we're, we're, asked, we're, we're commanded to pray. That that's throughout that's throughout scripture. Um, no agree, no disagreement that that is throughout scripture. But we come at scripture through very different lenses. I know. So 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 yeah. So I I, I guess the I guess the I guess the thing would be where are we going to where, where, are nice we going Jeff. to side with the prophets of God or are we going to side with ourselves? Our own interpretation. I think that's a bad question. That's who, not what's being proposed. So, but who who are who are the ones that if God wrote the Bible, mm-hmm. and then then you got to be really careful about that. But if God let His children write the Bible, then we have to do the hard work about getting to their context, why they might be writing it okay. in different, okay. different contexts. So the, and, the the all the examples that we have. So what I why I mentioned the flood is that. The, the sins that are mentioned directly tied to the flood is violence. Humanity was, was ever increasingly violent. And picture a God that knows everything that's going to correct this problem by destroying everything. Mm-hmm. Does it correct the problem? Yes or no? Um... Uh, does does God's violence correct the sin problem? That's that... not what I asked. You're trying to reframe it in a way that you can answer better. What I asked is that. Oh, wow! Is is wow. that? I'm usually the one that gets gets accused of imputing motives. But go ahead. Is is God? Did it fix the problem of violence? Did the flood pick, pick fix I, I, humanity's problem? I, I don't know that the flood was. Is the thing when I start talking that beverages get poured and <laughs> things are clanked around? Uh, well, and we opened? know it's going to be a while yeah. for you, I know. I, you I, Scott. I, I, okay, touche. I'm not. I'm not quite sure that the that God sent the flood because grab uh, a drink, everybody. Welcome to hour seven. The major sin of of humanity was violence. I think that I think it talks about the increasing. Uh, um, severity of sin but it was also depravity um but it uh, whether or not the flood well okay solves, whatever the problem is yeah what, well, yeah whatever 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 um 
you whatever the flood whatever the flood whether it solves something or not humanity is fallen i'm uh, i'm i'm not i'm not sure but i mean we're talking about genesis 6 and and we have everything after genesis 6 there is is really what i'm referring to where we have god judging people because of their sin, I think so. I, so it's, it's, it'd be very difficult no, to go because well, well, because because uh, because because violence was not solved by the flood. Therefore, God learned. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know you're responding to to uh, some argument, but therefore, after that, because because um, because people didn't learn, or because then there, there's not the ceasing of violence after that. Therefore, God doesn't have violence after that. But God, there, everything after that is God doing things based upon people's sin, and that those things are not good. God kills people on numerous occasions because they sin against hey, Him. Scott, um, are you? So, I'm not arguing or to, for or against most of what you just said because there was a lot, um, but. My point was, this is an example of when you go to Scripture to back things up, there's a wide range of interpretation options. And so what I'm not saying is that humanity's not fallen. There's not a problem that needs to be corrected. Um, but what it's just a, I think what got me there was how caring about Scripture can happen in a wide range of of things, but you mentioned so, specifically the flood, though, the, and the, I mentioned it because a, one one interpretation of that, if if you're not, if you're taking a less than literal interpretation, or that the Bible is giving us what historically happened, and you go to a more thirty thousand foot view, you get to humanity is writing these things down, or the people that are writing and editing these things are doing it for certain reasons. And it's through their lens. So the question is less that it happened by like this blow by blow and more like what is humanity learning about God through these situations that they're interpreting? So, and, and I don't want, I'm not debating this. Be, it's, it's more, you can interpret this literally like there was an actual flood or you, you could go bigger and like God tried to correct violence with violence and it failed. Now, if I say that and you have a literal view, it would mean that God failed or, or that, that, that that's impossible. That couldn't be the case. But if you're looking through the human lens of what's for, God so doing for, forget, that, forget that view, but go, go forward with your view. And, I so and, regret this whole conversation. No, no. <laughs> for, forget, forget the straw man view and go with your view of God doing that and not failing. So, so forget what everyone else said. Just go with your view. God, the the people writing those, I think the people that wrote the flood stories that are in the Bible, were using events that happened and interpreting what they thought God was doing through that. And our so, job is to do the dirty work of trying to interpret what that means, whether it was literal or not, or what whether it's whether there's a mythic lesson that's deeper than the literal events going on, especially when you consider other th flood myths that are go beyond the Bible. So it's, it's hard work. It's not simple. And, um, again, I don't know, 
I don't remember now exactly why we were here, <laughs> yeah. which I, I, I will put that blame on myself. No, and I, did, I did that earlier too. Yeah, we're good. But we look at the Bible differently and we both care about it. And it, it definitely filters what we think God is doing in this life. And that matters. And these conversations are important. And so I'm not just, dis- oh, I said important. I didn't say important. Yeah, because that was terrible. <laughs> That's going around. Uh, so these conversations matter and hopefully like, I don't, Scott, you don't hate me. I don't hate you. And, and, and we're really different when it comes to this stuff, but, but the conversation is important and truth matters. I, at that time I kind of said important. Yeah. 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 You started thinking about it. Jeff, we we went beyond the bylaws. No, don't don't go to Jeff. Plane, Jeff. Don't go to Jeff. Matt, Jeff will throw us. The bylaws so, said Scott and I should have stopped a long no, time can, ago. Wait, yeah. can I sleep? Um, can I, I, I um? I actually I summed it up on Facebook. No, oh, good. Grief. It was blah blah blah. Yeah. Wait, but, uh, can I, Zach? Can, Did you post without my permission, Zach? If <laughs> if, if you're if you're done, oh, can I just respond to that briefly, or I mean, you can keep going. I don't want to keep going. I want to end this. So if I could, if I could just, just briefly, my, my view is that, is that throughout after, after the flood, and I, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a, a distinction between before the flood and after the flood. I'm just saying, going with, with what you just said, after the flood, we have all the prophets of God describing God's judgment on the earth and we do not have Jesus correcting any of it. And all the, all the judgment is very bad. That's not true. Jesus, Jesus does not correct. Yes, he does. You have heard it said. The but prophets. Well, but, but, he, but he does it. Okay, but he, what he does there, he makes it even more stringent. Scott, you're making... You're making... He, he says, do not commit adultery. You heard it said. This isn't real quick, Scott. I don't, I don't. Well, yes, it is because you can, you cannot, you cannot say that all the prophets in the Old Testament do not have the judgment of God, which is physical. The prophets violence. disagree with each other sometimes. The, the physical that all the prophets have described physical violence that God is doing or will do. All of them. There's no exception. They all have the wrath of God. That they that they describe and Jesus does not correct any of Scott, any of them. Scott, and then and then, and then Scott, that, that part, it's not real quick. I'm gonna that, cut that your part, mic. That part, but that part where where Jesus says, "You have heard it said," Jesus doesn't dis, doesn't discredit or disregard or nullify what was said. He makes it more stringent. You have heard it said, "Do not commit adultery." Scott, but I say to you, can you, please, you should not even this. you should I'm not, not even lust. And he makes the requirement even more stringent. So it's not a nullification. Why do you think he did that? Because because unless your righteousness Is it about lust? I, I was just I was just yeah. Unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. He's describing that we cannot by ourselves, by our adherence to the law, obtain to the level of requirements that God does that that God requires that we can only obtain that our our righteousness can only be from Jesus Scott that's that's what he's describing there I I just want to say that I'm with Matt and that 
I think Matt said he would pray for you. I, I, I agree with Matt, and I will let Matt pray for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and just that you can find a little bit of freedom uh, because you, what you're describing is an interpretation that is keeping you in or has the potential, I will say, to keep you or people that interpret like you in perpetual shame spirals. Of I con- call that BS. Okay. Yeah. So, that, that's BS. I, I, I have just described. No, that we're through, done, throughout, Scott. Throughout the Old Testament, all I'm the gonna prophets. Press the, I'm gonna pre- you already said that, Scott. Yeah. But but you're we're not responding. You're not responding. I'm not going to. I'm calling it. You're you're not responding to that, Scott. If I responded to that, we'd be here all fucking Great. night. Great. No, we're okay. done. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bros. Well, Giants, it. Dallas. Well,